We started reading from the Gospel of Mark in the new cycle of readings for the liturgical year. We didn't hear it, the difference in Advent, since Advent has its own particular set of readings. But I want to share with you just a couple lines from uh, Dr. Mary Healy. She's just a, a great a contemporary Catholic scripture scholar. She's uh, up at the seminary up in Detroit. But um, she captures a little bit of, of it's good to have a little bit of the background as we hear these passages in all of these coming weeks. So she writes this, she says, the Gospel of Mark is deceptively simple. Mark writes in, in a plain street language style of Greek that made his writings accessible to the uneducated, but led others to disparage his work as unrefined and vulgar Yet, as modern literary critics have come to recognize, Mark writes with consummate skills. His narrative style is the most vivid of the Gospels. So that's something to keep an eye out for in these, all of these coming weeks as we pray through the Gospel of Mark. Um, something that you have heard before is that one of his favorite words uh, in Greek is euthis, uh, immediately, Mark uses the word immediately over 40 times in his gospel. So it, it gives this, this sense of urgency to, to everything. So Dr. Healy says that his narrative has a sense of urgency and fast-paced action. But one of the really beautiful things that he does that you, we just don't hear it in our English translations is Dr. Healy points out that he often, in the midst of his narrative, he will switch between past and present tense as if to bring the action right into the present. And she just notes that this is a, a grammatical incongruity that most English translations just don't attempt to reproduce. But you know this, because when you're telling someone a story, like you get back home, you're like, you will not believe what happened to me today. You will often, switch between past and present. And so here's an example. She, she gives today's gospel as an example of this. And so just imagine, uh, even though Mark captures this in writing, imagine people gathered around Mark as he's telling this, or Mark perhaps hearing this directly from one of the disciples. So a leper comes to him and kneeling down begs him and says, if you wish, you can make me clean. Moved with pity, he stretched out his hands and touched him, and he says to him, I do will it, be made clean. The leprosy left him immediately, and he was made clean. Then Jesus warns him sternly and dismisses him at once, and he says to him, see that you tell no one anything. You notice, like, when, you, when you're, like, really intensely telling a story, you will switch back and forth. It's not all just past tense. And that, that's what Mark does. And it just pulls us right into the, the, the action of what's happening. But in, in, our, in our English translations, that gets missed. And so if you go back to the New American Bible translation, everything is in the past tense, even though Mark moves back and forth. And so Jesus says to him, it's not that Jesus said to him, but, but Jesus says to him, and there's just that mix around. But it's, it's a really beautiful thing to capture. What's the urgency? The urgency is twofold. 
First of all, and primarily, it's the urgency of the mission that consumes Jesus. He is so possessed by the mission the Father's given him that everything in his years of public ministry seemed to be done just with, he's just pushed. And, and it all begins when, when Jesus is pushed by the Holy Spirit out into the desert where he's tempted and then immediately picks up his public ministry. That's the first urgency. Jesus is so consumed by the will, the, the mission of the Father, which is so beautiful. The other urgency is our response to Jesus. There is an urgency. We can't delay. Mark communicates all of this in such a way that it's, it's meant, his telling of the gospel is meant to bring us to a place where, where we, without delay, make our own response to the Lord and to the announcement of the gospel. So these are things to keep in mind as we move forward over these weeks. And there, there's beautiful stuff here in this that, that the Lord wants to capture our own heart with as we, we see the Lord pushed by this desire to, to give himself entirely, even to death, for, for our sake, the will of the Father. But as we see that unfold in Mark's gospel, let's pray that, that for our part, we will not delay in giving that even greater yes, that greater response to the Lord.